Welcome to the Backlot by Alamo Drafthouse for Thursday, July the 25th. We are coming to you, as always, from the Alamo Drafthouse here in Springfield, Missouri, the best place to catch a movie in Springfield. I am one of your hosts, Joey Mills, with ComingSoon.net, and joining me today in the room, we've got... Alamo Jen. Caleb. And David is off today. Hopefully he's feeling better after last week. He looked a little uh, sore and stiff. He is able to Has he move and wear yet? pants again. Oh, that's good. Um, there you go. Yeah. So Has the peeling begun? Baby, or? I assume, yeah. Is that where he's at today? Is he's, he's peeling off the yes. three layers of skin? Crying. Poor guy. <laughs> well, our thoughts are with David, wherever he is, whatever he is doing. I bet he takes uh, sunscreen next time he goes to something like that. I bet he... Uh, yeah. Actually, yeah, I don't know. He, he probably would, doesn't. Yeah, there's plenty available. He just has to apply oh. it. Oh. You know? Yeah. Has anybody seen or done anything exciting lately in the last week or so? Anything movie? I did not get related? a chance. I had big plans too, but with her stuff, yeah, or her being my daughter's in the room, uh, we man, I just I have no time. Yeah. So, but this week I've got plans. Kids. There's two shows I'm going Kids to see this will week. Just ruin it. They do. I like your outfit though. Her meaning his daughter's outfit. You guys, <laughs> yours is just. Yep. You, you guys, uh, you guys look fine too. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Good. I uh, attended some Lion King family parties. Yeah, see some lots animals. Of, uh, there were lots of families that went and yes, saw the Lion King. Yes. So <laughs> there were actually goats in the theater because most of the photos were like of stuff either outside or it was a small like a hedgehog in the theater. But then there were yes. apparently there were goats in the theater yes, as well. So Sunday, uh, the party was in the afternoon. Uh, if, if you recall, Sunday was swelteringly right. hot. So the baby animals got overheated at the mm. end of the the hour, and so um, the baby uh, Cody Mundies were in a mm. uh, little structure, and so they brought the structure in. But the two little baby goats, I was like, I don't care. Bring them in the shade. That's ridiculous. So they got to spend about fifteen minutes inside the doorway, and they were a big hit because they were adorable. So oh yeah, goats yeah. are crowd pleasers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> baby goats. Grown-up adults, goats are just, they're just jerks. <laughs> but the but, little ones yeah. are fine. Yeah, the little ones are great. Well, talking about The Lion King, that is a great segue, jumping into the top five at the box office last weekend, because surprising no one, The Lion King opened at the number one spot, earning just short of a $192 million dollars which is a bit of a surprise, I think. Breaking all kinds of records, the film played on just over 4,700 screens, which is a record for the most number of screens for a film in its first run or any run. It also holds the record for opening weekend for any movie opening in the month of July, which as we're going through our you know, our summer movies from the 80s, it seems funny that the, this movie is the biggest July opening of I all know, time. That's what I thought. I was kind of mad kinda about weird. it. Cause I've, I've never been a... No offense. I mean, like a Lion King fan. Right. The first one came out just a little after I cared. Yeah. You know, like in that 19, yeah. 18, 19 year old phase. You had other like, things to do besides see a Disney movie. Anymore, yeah. Mom. You know, so I, I missed that boat, much like with Aladdin. Right. Uh, but people apparently, other people didn't miss the boat and they're all. The in, first time so. nor the second time. Right. They're it, they're on both boats. If you know, you call, I, I saw that number. I was like, I had to look at it again. I was like, wow. Is there a typo I, in there? I mean, I knew it was going to make some money. Right. Well, yeah. you know, not just some money. I knew it was going to make good money. Disney money, right. But not almost $200 million money. Yeah, also, like, the screen, the number of screens. It was huge. Was, was very, very big. If you call it an animated film, because it is all CGI, it is the largest opening weekend for an animated film of all time. 
Second largest opening weekend of 2019, of course, behind Avengers Endgame. Seventh largest of all time. I mean, it was a big weekend for mm-hmm. this round of The Lion King. Well, I kind of laughed a little bit because you were like, you know, the biggest opening for july and we've talked about this in past episodes where it's like okay we're putting these movies out at kind of different months to see can we take the biggest of april can we take the biggest so now i'm like are we gonna start seeing where like maybe the weekend falls between like you know august september so it's like we've got the biggest opening movie of august all the biggest or, weekend yeah. or something. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, whatever you can. What, yeah, if you can't be the best, be the first. You know, <laughs> exactly. or be the biggest. So, yeah, it. it uh, but it did make a whole lot of money. That's crazy. Number two, Spider-Man: Far From Home slid to the number two spot, earns just over another twenty-one million dollars. Toy Story Four slides down to number three, earning just over fifteen and a half million. Not in the top five, but again, you've got. The Lion King, Toy Story 4, Aladdin, which is just out of the top five, and Avengers in the top ten. There are four movies in the top ten from Disney. It's going to be another big year for Disney this year at the box office. <laughs> what? Believe it or not. Yeah. Crazy. I don't know. Don't don't be premature in that guess. Like, it's too soon. <laughs> yeah, we, we, it is, we are only halfway through the year. They only have Frozen 2 and Star Wars left yeah. you know, later on. Well, good luck to them. Yeah. They're going to need it. Yeah. Crawl slides to the number four spot, earns just over six million, and yesterday held on to the number five spot, earning just over five million. That so, makes me happy. I love that yesterday is just like, it's just a million, I say just a million dollars, but I mean, to be like just behind, it's like, no, we're still here. We're hanging on. We're right behind. Keep it in that top five. That's the one thing that delighted me uh, over uh, the top five. And I'm sure David, if he were here, would Would love crawl. crawl. Yeah. But he's not. So let's not even. So we're going to hype up yesterday, (laughs) see if we can't move it up another notch. Uh, taking a look at a few headlines, last weekend was San Diego Comic-Con, and we'll get to some of that. But before we do, a few things to talk about. First up, Avengers Endgame finally passed Avatar to take the number one spot all time at the box office. More interestingly, only five films have topped $2 billion at the box office. The Russo brothers have two of those with Infinity War and Endgame. James Cameron has two of those with Titanic and Avatar, and J.J. Abrams has one with The Force Awakens. The question to the group is, will Abrams get his second $2 billion film this December with Rise of Skywalker? Since yes. this is the one that closes everything out, so they are telling yes, us. yes, probably. I mean, obviously it's going to get our money, because right. we'll see them all. Right. But, I, you know, it'll make really good money just because, you know, I, the first two weren't like blow me away, but they were fun. I went back and watched the last one just to see do I have a different mindset and stuff. And I actually did enjoy it watching it again. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, it. it I don't know if it'll do two billion, but it'll make the money. Before we get in again to the San Diego Comic Con stuff, we got a new trailer this week for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, starring Tom Hanks. You know, Tom Hanks, Mr. Rogers, you know, that you can never have enough of that. The question in my mind is, is this just going to be dramatizing the moments that we already got in the documentary (laughs) earlier? Was it almost a year ago, I guess? I. It's almost like, why do we need it after we got the documentary? I'm so grateful to have anything, you know, much like yesterday. Right. 
I'm I'm going to embrace this with open arms, and even if it is exactly the same movie, but with Tom Hanks and yeah, <laughs> upping the drama, but yeah, it's the same movie. It well, that's with my Kleenex by my side. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I mean, with the other one, you had you know the few people that you know not a few people, everyone who loves you know him went and saw it but now you've got Tom Hanks playing the part so you're getting all these people who maybe were like yeah maybe I'll see it when I see it but now it's like ooh Tom Hanks I'm going to see this so it'll get even if it's the exact same message it's going to get it out to the people who didn't care to see the other one or whatever plus it's uh, November I believe which is uh, Thanksgiving yeah so even more reason to be thanksful in the, <laughs> I was watching it and I was like, oh, and it just it felt good watching the trailer. You oh, just yeah. feel good, but when all the kids on the subway sang to him, yeah, I, I was I like, almost lost it at my desk. I know. I I'm like, little, I did a little bit. I I'm mean, like, am I a dork for almost tearing up at this? I'm like, that was yeah. beautiful. And yeah. you're like, I know it's Tom Hanks. It's not the real him. It's not a. It's not like somebody staying there with a the camera filming the actual moment or anything. But it's like, God, that just felt good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm we need that. Little little pressure behind my eyes, even just thinking <laughs> about that. Yep. You got the eye sweats so, today. Yeah. It is hot yeah. in here. So let's get into San Diego Comic Con. We've got some new trailers and movie news, although it doesn't feel like as much as in years past. A lot of movie studios set this one out. Uh, we got a trailer for Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Anybody yes. have thoughts on that one? Oh, I'm super freaking excited. Me too. Me too. I was just kind of, uh, I mean, I would say low key, but no, it was just openly stalking. Uh, uh, the t- the Twitter feed of Kevin Smith over you know the course of the the con the, and, watching and, all and every picture everything he was tagged in everything hashtagged with this I just scrolled and and watched and looked and got super excited because you know that they first came when was Clerks ninety four I uh-huh. think um, same year as Lion King so that's what I was looking at <laughs> yeah exactly the, the side uh, by side Lion comparison King, yeah. definitely Clerks. Multiple times, so I, yeah, I, I was very, very excited about this, and yeah, I mean, excited about kind of all of the information that came out. We can talk about it as, as we go down, but yeah, that was my number one. Was the reboot trailer? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, because you, you've got people like Ben Affleck coming back, reprising his role from Chasing Amy, and you've got mm. Vanderbeek and What's His Nuts coming, you know, to <laughs> when they were asking about right. what they think of the reboot. And so the, just yeah. everybody that he's bringing in, and uh, you're just like, it's going to be fun just as each scene plays out. You're like, oh, it's, oh yeah. yes, it's, it's going to be just fun. And it's not going to be something that's going to get a. You know, nominated for anything. Oh no! But, it's, but it's <laughs> this gonna, is what we need. You're just gonna They're laugh and love need. it. Yeah, I'm super excited. We got the It Chapter Two trailer, which was a good trailer. Yeah, yeah. also excited about. It. I mean, I don't want to diminish diminish anything else that happened. I just feel like you you nailed it pretty much in order of excitement on yeah. this list. That That's why I kind of as I was going through, like I yeah. was excited about this. I was excited. Yeah. I was not excited about this. I yeah. didn't care about that. So like, but we got on there. I don't go and see like it or anything. Right. But um, I watched the things and that. But uh, the trailer, this last one. I mean, the first one. Were the creepy the old lady? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was like holy balls. That's <laughs> creepy as all get out. And this one is just like it's 
done so well that I was like, you know, I may actually go see this. This actually I'm looks yeah, good. Going. I know everybody's going to go in. see it. Oh, yeah, love it, 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 yeah. It, it could be the highest grossing horror film of all time. Is there any discussion, looking at you, <laughs> of doing like a double feature the yes. day of the release? Yes. That might uh, be something fun to be a part of. Be cool. We'll try to do everything we're allowed to do. Right. We are going to show uh, it the first one, um, 2017's on mm-hmm. August 3rd for, it's it's National Clown Week. Oh. Yes. And that'll be so, at the Theater Full of Clowns like you've done in the past? I, I have always wanted there to be a Theater Full of Clowns, but people aren't taking me seriously. Like, I can't <laughs> Or there will enough. be only clowns and then no <laughs> Please, lay people. Because, I don't care if you just have the rubber nose. Just bring what you have. Uh, I'll provide things if you'd like. Just please come and please wear the things and please let me take your picture and just be really happy. What day in that August is that one? The third, a Saturday. Mm. Mm-hmm. We may mm-hmm. have to Coming right do up. something with that. The third, not the third, a Saturday. Yeah, is it? Yeah, it is a Saturday. It should just be. Just yeah. a second. I was like, no. Yeah, but yes, yeah. it is definitely a Saturday. Yeah, we'll have to figure something out for that. The biggest surprise of the convention was Tom Cruise actually coming out and taking the stage, I think for the first time at San Diego Comic-Con, don't quote me on that, and releasing the Top Gun Maverick trailer. Yeah. Yeah, Thoughts on that? (laughs) I watched that begrudgingly and Uh yet still kind of got almost a little goosebumpy. I don't know why. I can't really... I, I did love the soundtrack, and I definitely have watched Top Gun a lot of times. Um, but I wouldn't, st- I, I wouldn't consider myself like a fan a Top or Gun like fanatic, yeah. losing yeah. my mind over the movie. But for some reason, that trailer woke up some dormant eleven-year-old in me that was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I think it was I the score because I really did not care at all about the trailer, and I yeah. really kind of don't care about I'm the like, movie. Did but when the back? but when the oh. when the theme comes in yeah. and it starts to swell, that, and you're the, like the swelling of the music. Yeah, that was exactly exactly it. I love the uh, kind of almost cockpit view of where they're taking off and stuff like that. That I bet that's going to look amazing on screen. So I think it's going to have some fun stuff that'll even if you're not. Like it sounds like all of us not huge fans. <laughs> None of us see a need anything, for this but, movie, but yeah, but it, I think it'll be entertaining. Yeah, I don't feel the need, but I, no I, need for I speed. Am still gonna see it, and then I was like, Kilmer. <laughs> no, no Kilmer. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's in uh, same Jay and Silent Bob reboot actually. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. not well, not yeah, doing Maverick. He made a choice. Yeah. Speaking of things, nope. Speaking of things we don't need, we learned that Edward Furlong will return as John Connor in Terminator Dark Fate. Don't know there was a huge outpouring of uh, folks asking for this. Well, I'm sure he had plenty of time in I his was, schedule to I make that. I was kind of <laughs> excited about that, and I don't, I don't know why, because I'm, again, not a Terminator fan. Right. You know? I mean, I wasn't against it. I was for against it. You know? I was, yeah. It was good. It was I just saw a more thing. than once. Uh, Edward Furlong, I think, is around our age. Yeah. Uh, so... Obviously, anybody who is around our age that's getting attention, I'm like, yes. <laughs> Morals for old folks <laughs> like us. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of surprised when I saw it. I was like, huh. Who was asking another, for that? Another Be- Terminator movie, right? Okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, it makes sense when they said, look, we need to have James Cameron involved in some aspect, even if it's just you know kissing the script and blessing it and sending right. it on its way. We've got to have Arnold Schwarzenegger involved. We've got to have Linda Hamilton back. I am on board with all those decisions. I think it's the right move, especially after watching last fall's Halloween, where they got John Carpenter back involved, even just to do the soundtrack, just to get that the the DNA of the story in the yeah. movie there. 
but I don't know anybody again. Like I said, I was clamoring, like, you know, you've got to, you, you can't recast John Connor. You've got to bring Edward Furlong back because he was <laughs> not necessarily the strongest part of Terminator 2, but no, but whatever. <laughs> and uh, finally, in this piece, uh, director Todd McFarlane says that nothing is happening on production of the Spawn movie that we're supposed to be getting next January. Uh, according to the director, he has the $20 million that he needs to make the film, which has Jamie Foxx and Jeremy Renner cast as the leads. The problem, according to McFarlane, is that getting all of the invested parties to agree on a script. He says he does not want to make a PG-13 film. The director says when he gets tired of all the drama, he'll just walk away from the current deal and crowdfund the thing himself. <laughs> Which may have been what he should have done to begin yeah. with. but yeah. So not expecting that in January. No, it'll probably be a couple years off. So. Yeah. If that. The biggest presence at San Diego Comic-Con was Marvel Studios, which is pretty funny because they were not going to be at San Diego Comic-Con this year. But um, when there was no other studio involved, Warner Brothers had nothing going on. It almost feels like the folks behind San Diego Comic-Con were begging them, would you please bring something to the convention? Um, They were planning on saving everything for next month's D23 Expo, which they still have a lot they'll talk about then, I'm sure. Um, So here's what Marvel just slapped together for San Diego Comic-Con. We found out that the Black Widow film will release May 1st of 2020. This is uh, Scarlett Johansson's last run as the character, unless something happens and we do a zombie version of the character. I don't know, which is always a possibility at this point. Uh, A lot of talk about the Disney plus streaming service and how that will tie into the Marvel universe. Uh, The Falcon and winter soldier limited series will release on Disney plus in the fall of 2020. And you know, I, I want to be happy for this, but the Falcon and winter soldier, does nothing for me and I, I hate to and i know there's a lot of people that are excited for it but yeah. it's just like i don't know these two characters just i don't know of all the avengers and all the ever even side people i'm just like eh, okay uh the eternals will be the next film after black widow that will release november 6th of 2020 that will be starring Angelina Jolie, Kenny's favorite actress yeah. in Hollywood. Salma Hayek. Oh, there uh, you go. That just totally evened everything out. <laughs> Kumail Nanjiani, uh, Brian Tyree Hill, and Richard Madden. That's going to be kind of the ensemble film for this next phase of the, the Marvel. Kumail guy. Uh-huh. I, when he come out on stage, I was like, really? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I was like, all right. That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> me. That's that's the part I'm excited about. Yeah, it'll bring a different uh, something different mm-hmm. to the. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to My see. My husband if he... will be excited about Salma Hayek. So both of us, I mean, we can both. This is I'm always excited on. about Salma Hayek. Yeah, he is <laughs> too. He celebrates her constant state of excitement about Salma Hayek. <laughs> uh, after that, we have Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. This will be. Uh, <laughs> they're doing some smart stuff here. It's set for release on February twelfth, twenty twenty one. Featuring Chinese actors set predominantly in China, releasing right before the start of the Chinese Lunar New Year, which is when essentially everything shuts down for a month in China. So there'll be plenty of opportunities for folks to get out and see this one. It's almost like they had a plan here. Yeah. Uh, Tony Leung will play the villain, the Mandarin, which they are going to actually give us this time since they really didn't in Iron Man 3. I'm sure they're really going to work to make sure it's... The right version. Yeah. 
And so again, the focus is on, I mean, obviously it'll appeal to many, but the focus is on China, the world's second largest film market, and really cementing their presence overseas with this one. Yeah, I don't know anything about this, mm-hmm. but I'm interested. So uh, uh, hopefully there's more things come out on it to kind of... Yeah, we've got time again. It. Yeah, that's more than a year and a half away. Uh, WandaVision, the limited series, will release on Disney Plus in the spring of 2021, and that will lead directly into Hold the on, next film. I'm very excited for the WandaVision. Are you? Mm-hmm. It, it sounds weird, but you've heard that it's like, you know, she's going to make it to where it's like the 1950s. Yeah, it's basically her setting up her own little yeah. world in her mind or whatever. And I think that's going to be super cool because I bet, because obviously she's like gone. Like, you, for, she had the broken thing of her town getting destroyed and her parents right. getting killed and blah, blah. But now with Vision, she's finally cracking. So I think you're going to get, like, awesome little moments of her slipping and going crazy and stuff. So I think that's what, that was going to be fun. Likely the case because apparently it will lead directly into and – Wanda will feature heavily in the next film from Marvel, which is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which is apparently set to be Marvel Studios' first horror title that releases May 7th, 2021. And that's when, you know, they, of course, had uh, Benedict come out and they were talking and then they was like, well, you've got the him, now you need a witch. And I'm like, wait a minute, Wanda's going to be in this too? And so I'm hoping they go, okay, here's the powers that you know she has. You know, she's going to go crazy with them. I'm hoping. And not just a sidekick to Dr. Strange that helps with something. I think, yeah. My guess is that she'll be more of an antagonistic role. Not necessarily a villain, per se, but... Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. The Loki limited series will release from Disney Plus in the spring of 2021. The What If animated limited series will release on Disney Plus in the summer of 2021. And then we get to the next uh, limited series, Hawkeye, releases on Disney Plus in the fall of 2021. And then they finish phase four. It's interesting they've given us the entire phase, and it's all going to happen in like two years or less, a year and a half. Uh, Phase four wraps with Thor, Love and Thunder, which is just a weird name for a movie. Thor, (laughs) Love and Thunder. Mm -hmm. On November 5th, 2021, this will have Natalie Natalie Portman returning to the role of Jane Foster, and she will be Thor in this film. Yeah, which is... Kind of cool. I was to see her come out and them hand her Mjolnir and she hold it up. It's just like, man, this might be pretty cool. It'll be something. Phase five teases include two-time Academy Award winner Mahershala Ali as Blade. That'll be coming in phase five. Yes, yes. We know Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is set for phase five. And slight teases without any information were given uh, that we should expect to see a Fantastic Four and the X-Men somewhere in phase five and beyond as well. Yeah, everybody's clamoring for that. They're going to go. And, man, I just hope they do the Fantastic Four right. (laughs) That'd be nice to get that right once. Don't give us any more of what you had before. And it sounds like they're not. Yeah. I mean, he sounds like he's taking it extremely serious, and he's going to make sure it's not what they've been in the past. Yeah. Kevin Feige is very protective of what he's built at Marvel, so I don't think they will let let a stinker through. Nope. 
New in theaters this week, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Everybody else got away from that date because that is the movie <laughs> to beat. Did. Yeah. yeah. That's the movie to beat this week. Um, it's like, when's it coming excited. out? Oh, yeah, no, we're going to push ours back. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's my uh, birthday this weekend, and so it feels like a present to me. <laughs> but I think it's why they set the release date when they uh, did. Well, I know, I know it is, but yeah, it feels <laughs> I'm good. trying to get anyway. people excited to go with me to see it. I'm like, I want, I want to be with people when I see this. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm, my son's coming to town, and, and so... I'm like, I don't care what else we do, but we have to see this. Yeah. Fortunately, he's just as excited as I am. So awesome. Really excited about it. Coming up this week at the Alamo Draft House for families, we've got the Never Ending Story Kids Camp, which wraps up this week, this Thursday and Friday at 10 a.m. Next week's Kids Camp is the Great Muppet Caper. Nice. That runs next Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. The Young Filmmakers Camp continues this week and next week. It's fun to have that energy in the building. Even walking in today, it was fun just because normally, I mean, we set up for this thing a little bit early, and I get here even a little earlier than that to get things kind of set up and ready to go. But to have the the kids here and to hear them and the excitement they've got, it's it's yeah. it's a different energy to bring to the building every year. So yep. it's a lot of fun to, to be periphery of that as it's going on. Finishing out the month of July, Citizen Kane on Sunday at 2 p.m., Forrest Gump on Monday at 6.40 p.m. Tuesday night, we've got When Harry Met Sally, the Champagne Cinema at 6.40 p.m. And the Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade movie party at 7 p.m. If you can't make it to that on Tuesday, there will be a second Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade movie party on Wednesday at 6.20 p.m. And I'm kind of flying through those because I want to get to this one. It's sold out, this, the film is. It's the 35th anniversary screening of Footloose to benefit the foundation for Springfield Public Schools with live music before the film from Springfield's own members only. That begins at 6.15 p.m. The movie starts at 7. Nice. Yep, very excited about this. So where will they be set up at? Will it be in be the in back the lot? or in, Oh, in the theater? In very the theater. cool. It's, it's a stripped down... Set, you know, a little like members only unplugged kind of. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm really anxious to Have hear you that seen now. the set list? Have they told you what they're gonna be no. playing? No. Mm-hmm. So it's a surprise for everybody. It's a surprise for everybody. Yeah. That's gonna be a lot of fun. They put on a good show. Yeah, they're, they're pretty really versatile, so yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. All that plus Andy Havens will be playing the back lot tonight at seven PM. Educators, you have one more opportunity to take advantage of free ticket Wednesday. This ends on Wednesday, July the thirty first. All you gotta do is bring in some sort of ID to identify you as an educator, whether that's professor, teacher, faculty, school staff, whatever the case might be, homeschool parents. Uh, come and see a show on a Wednesday before five PM. You'll get one free ticket per day for that per educator. So just come. Don't get those online. You actually come to the box office and purchase those. Uh, like I said, one more opportunity to do that. Take advantage of it because we know what happens uh, when the calendar rolls to August for our educator friends and listeners out there. Yes. Get your tickets early. These special screenings often sell out. Again, some already have. The Footloose screening has. You can get them in the Almo Drafthouse app on your mobile device. You can buy them online at drafthouse.com slash Springfield. Or get them in person. Again, just don't wait till the day of the screening. All these and more, all these events and more can be found on Facebook. Just search for Alamo Springmo. And go to the events page. <laughs> the stuff for August is already showing up there. So yeah. if you're looking ahead a little bit, uh, you can start peeking at what's coming this August. 
this also, summer. Yeah, go ahead. One more thing. Yeah. Uh, this weekend is the last chance. It's National Scotchy Scotch Day. Uh-oh. Uh oh. July twenty seventh, as I'm sure you guys know. Well, I mean, clearly, it's pretty well known. <laughs> And so we have our Cookie Kong shake. Uh, we had it last weekend for National Ice Cream Day and then carried it over. So it's Very got cool. monkey shoulder, malt whiskey, Alamo <laughs> coffee toddy, uh, ginger syrup, fiery ginger syrup even, Oreo Ooh. crumbles and vanilla ice cream. So that, from what I understand, is delightful. It sounds like so. it would be. Yeah, I mean, if they're if they're bringing it back, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, very cool. So get that, and that la- is the last day to get it. The twenty seventh, then twenty eighth, twenty eighth. Okay, 28th. so get in this weekend and order one of those. Let us know what you think about it. You can give us all your comments uh, either on social media or we'll give you the phone number a little bit later on in the show. This summer, we are asking for your favorite movies from the summers of the 1980s. We're going year by year through the 1980s, asking for your favorite movie between Memorial Day weekend and Labor Day weekend. We give you our choices, and then we let you vote and let us know what your favorite is. The results so far have been Raiders of the Lost Ark was the favorite from the summer of 1981, E.T. from the summer of 1982, National Lampoon's Vacation from the summer of 1983. We put those three movies together head-to-head, and E.T. is your favorite movie from the summer of the early 80s, 81 through 83. We have the favorite from the 1984 is Ghostbusters. And then we had a tie last week with our favorite summer movie from 1985, The Goonies, and I Back to the one. Future. I still can't decide on which one of those I like more. I've, I've thought about it a lot since last week even. Yeah. I'm like, ah. Oh, because you, you almost have to be in two separate mindsets. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We'll talk about those a little bit more, but before we do... We asked last week your favorite movie from the summer of 1986, and here are the results. Nice round numbers this week. It was easy to do the math. At number four with 15% of the vote. Everybody was on the board this week. Uh, with That's 15% awesome. of the vote was Aliens nice. at number four. At number three with 20% of the vote was Big Trouble in Little China. I went back to my home at number three. There you go. <laughs> right back where you belong. <laughs> at number two with 25% of the vote was Stand By Me. Nice. Great movie. Great movie. In spite of my attempts to get other people <laughs> to weigh I in. See. You know, you yeah, tried I tried. Didn't work. Can do. And at number one with 40% of the vote, nearly half the vote, was for Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That is your favorite film from the summer of 1986. People just love that movie yeah. so much yeah. and it really rings true with something in somebody's life because yeah. they i mean they just love it because nobody really wants to go to school i think that's <laughs> it. we all want that yeah. and, he, and it's not even school you once get you get away? older it's yeah. it's work you just yeah. everybody wants that day off mm-hmm. so that is how it shook out last week which means this week we are asking for you to choose from the winners from 1984, 85, and 86, and let us know what your favorite movie from the mid-80s is. That will compete against the winner, E.T., from the early 80s at the end of this summer, and then we will crown one champion, one favorite summer movie from the 1980s. So this week, we, your choices are Ghostbusters from 1984, The Goonies, and Back to the Future from 1985. Since both are in there, they tied. We're going to let them both come into this next uh, huh. matchup. And Ferris Bueller's Day Off from 1986. And I was this thinking between the four, but now if it's if you're doubling up with the Goonies and Back to the Future representing, yeah, that's got, pretty strong. You've got it four is, films, four great films. I don't know films. which which one. Yeah, I, again, that's that's what led me into thinking. Do I don't. 
I don't know which one I, st- I still like between Goonies and Back to the Future. And they're like, and I also don't know which one I like the most out of the four of these. So then my brain shut down and I something else. <laughs> I'm just, like, yeah. I can't decide Just fry it, it after this one. Yeah. So those are the choices this week. Head to head, we've got Ghostbusters, The Goonies, Back to the Future, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. This should get a lot of votes because there are a lot of movies here. Or it, the same thing will happen. People will look at it and go, I can't choose, and then they won't vote. <laughs> so it'll be yeah. interesting to see what, which well, one happens this don't week. Don't do that, people. Just yeah. pick one. Yeah. Close your eyes and pick <laughs> one. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what happens this week because, yeah, any it's a toss-up. Any mm-hmm. four of these could win, um, and I have a feeling it'll be pretty close, whatever the vote is. Yep. Yeah. I'm same, guessing same. all of them close to about 25%. I'm throwing out Ghostbusters as the winner. You think I'm, so? I'm doing an early prediction. It will but be. We'll see what it happens. It will be. But we'll find yeah. out. It doesn't cost me it anything to throw out my opinion. One, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. No matter which one wins, I'm going to be happy. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's not any that I'm like, God, I still hope that wins. I'm, I'm out. Yeah, all no, winners. They're all great. And it's interesting because all of these are comedies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yes, there's some adventure in The Goonies and Back to the Future. And, I mean, they, there's some in all of them, but these are, I mean, comedies. And it's funny because looking back through our favorites, you know, we started off with adventure and, you know, sci-fi and those things. But then when you got to 83 with National Lampoons, and from then on, it's just comedy ruled the summer in the Yeah, mid, and I'm, I'm excited to see what happens in the late 80s. It, it'll be a little different, votes, I have so. a feeling. <laughs> uh, but we'll get to those. Next week, we will ask you your favorite summer movie from 1987. But first, we got to pick one winner from the mid-80s. You can let us know which is your favorite. The poll is up right now. What you do is you go to either Twitter or Facebook. Your choice. You don't have to do both, or you can if you want. Just pick one or the other uh, and search for at Backlot Pod. That's like Backlot Podcast almost. It's almost like there's a plan there. And you can go. It's pinned right to the top of the page. So if you're on Twitter, you go to Backlot. You look for Backlot Pod. Pinned to the top of the page is the poll. It asks you just to vote. You can do it right there on Twitter in the poll. Uh, if you're on Facebook, you look for the Backlot by Elmo Drafthouse or just Backlot Pod. You go there, and there's a right, pinned right to the top of the page is the post. You go in there, and it actually you'll click on a link, and it'll take you to a form, and you just pick which one of the four you want is as your favorite. And that's all you got to do. We will let you know the winners next week. We'll see uh, how this plays out. It'll be interesting. But give us your thoughts on anything we have talked about this week. Are you going to go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood this weekend? Yes. Are you going to try the shake? Are you going to try the shake? <laughs> huh? I might. If I don't, I guarantee my son will. We have about 20 shakes right now, I will say. Like, it's ridiculous. And I, when I say about 20, I mean at least 20. There might yeah. be like 21, <laughs> 22. So. And it's yeah. going to be a good time to have it's, one. It's hot. It definitely is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let us know what you thought about the film. Let us know anything that we've talked about, what you think about it. Let us know what your pick is for the best summer movie, your favorite summer movie from the mid-80s. If we use your comment, whether you leave it on social media or you call the hotline, we will give you a shout-out on next week's show. Again, you can find us on social media by searching for Backlot Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can call and leave us your thoughts on the hotline at 417-986-7842. We would love to actually use your recorded comments in next week's episode. Yeah, we would. And then you know what you can do is when we read it and we say who said it, then you can tell your friends to listen to the podcast because, hey, they mentioned me. Or they played my message. They played my message. Hey, we should all call and leave messages. And then you guess that, you know what? We made you famous. That's right. You're welcome. And we get those occasional comments that we can't play on the air as well. Well, that happens. David does have a fan club. (laughs) We've determined. Yeah. We can talk about those offline. I forgot about that. (laughs) David has a 
fan club. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Be sure to follow the Alamo Draft House online as well. On social media, again, you just search for Alamo Springmo on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you are social. <laughs> you can Which download the Alamo Draft House app on your mobile device. Just search for Alamo Draft House in your mobile device's app store or visit the Alamo Draft House online at drafthouse.com slash Springfield. Or you can just walk in here and say hi to the folks. Yeah. I've never had right. anybody not acknowledge me when I walked in and said hi. Usually okay. they're pretty friendly. That's yeah. good. That's yeah. good. You tell me if they're not. I will. Well, I'll pick them out. Pick <laughs> them out of the lineup. Oh, I'm sure with social media nowadays and everything. <laughs> you, but, yeah. you know, honestly, everybody that works here has a smile on their face. Yeah. And it's not a forced one. It's yeah. They're legit having fun working. And you don't see that from That's because they're working here. So. They're not working, yeah, fast yeah. food or retail. They all have or, a great right. attitude. They all say hi. And they what, what are you seeing today? Oh, you're seeing this? You know, they, they take a second just to, you know, like when I'm waiting outside or something like that. I'm like, you know what? They could just walk by and not say nothing. But they're, they're, they're like, oh, gosh, I saw that yesterday. You're going to love it. And it's yeah. just like. Oh, that's awesome. There was one day, and you may have been there as well, but I definitely know David was there at the front. I came in, and I already had my tickets, but I needed to get the closed caption device because I got two people that can't hear with me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there was an older couple, and they were trying to figure out what to see, and they couldn't figure it out. And so David was going movie by movie of what you guys were showing. Oh, yeah. And and just like, oh, okay, well, if you're into this, this is this, and this stars this, and this... I was just like, that's hilarious. Quietly <laughs> observing, and the old so couple like, was just like, "Oh, that's oh, well, what about this one?" And he's yep. breaking it down every movie for me. It was hilarious. I wanted to say hi. I just kind of waved. I was like, "That's funny." Mm-hmm. He's a patient man. He, he really is. is. But he, but he was doing it because he was, he was breaking them down. Every yeah. like, now if you like this, but you don't like that, then you might want to think about this. And it, yeah, it he's was like, if was you funny. got a couple hours to talk about <laughs> these, I'll sit yeah, you down. Now, have I ever told you about my favorite movie? Because I love Goodfellas. <laughs> 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 is that a play? Oh no, but we still no, no, but we no, but we can talk about it. It was pretty funny. It was cute because yeah. the old couple was just as involved into yeah. it. Yeah, it was a yeah, it was fun. To it watch. was a fun conversation. Yeah, uh, you can find Kenny and I weekends on the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. Season two starts Labor Day weekend. That's like a month away. Getting close. We got some work to do. Uh, don't say that. Like it's a month ago. Oh no, it is Mm-mm. a month. Yeah, <laughs> you can follow us online by searching for at. PGTC podcast that stands for Pop Goes Culture podcast on social media and at popgoesculture.com. Anybody got anything else before we get out of here today? Go see a movie, do it here, order the food. You're not going to be disappointed. At least get a shake. Yeah, yeah at least get else. a shake. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's going to wrap it up then for this week. I have been Joey Mills with ComingSoon.net. Alamo Jen. K-Dub. Enjoy your final weekend of July. Come see a movie at the Alamo Draft House and let us know what you thought about it and vote for your favorite movie from the summer of the mid-80s. Yes, please go later. See you guys later. See you. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.